Somebody save me from this show. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Ugh, I do not know. Kryptonite does a lot more ridiculous stuff over the course yes. of this show. Definitely. Yes. More, yeah, I mean we were talking stuff we were talking this. earlier about the like water, every yeah. every body of water kit um, that's earlier. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. I also like I don't know how there wasn't like well, they, they vaguely mentioned like stuff like this happening, I guess, before the show started. But like you'd really think someone would have noticed this happening and like actually tried to do something about it. Done some well, studies yeah. on like what the fuck is happening in Smallville I with like all these rocks. Like the 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 one scientist that comes up in later seasons. Hamilton. Who, yeah, who yeah. he sells sells meteor oh, yeah. rocks by the side of the road and how it's like kind of like a crackpot and kooky and worthless, but. Okay, if this is a real-life event where a meteor shore comes down with strange new minerals that have never been seen yeah, on no, Earth before... Yeah, no, I mean, before, like, obviously... Every, like, mineralogist and gene geologist would be all over this. Yeah, no, it's well, so this true. Is, like, it, it, like, the later... Like, there's so much time when, like, Clark and his family just get mad at Lex for, like, trying to find out things about the meteor rocks or, like, anything. And it's like, someone should do this! Yes, yeah, this, no, I'd actually... important. I'd, I'd actually be curious, Eric, if you have any thoughts, like, just, like, as a biologist about, like, scientists, just about, like, general, like, practices. Because, like, the thing is, like, we watch the show and we're like, yeah, this yeah. is, like, so fucking stupid, just from, like, common sense. But if there's any, like, actual... There is mean. never ever any good science from a biology perspective. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, obviously. Granted, like, there's the whole MacGuffin of kryptonite, right. and therefore everything that it's, is, that is involved with science and kryptonite does magic. Right. Yeah. Um, right. But, like, in season two, the, the Halloween kind of episode where, like, it's the little girl who's a clone. Oh, the, yeah, the weird, yeah, right. Who they think is a ghost but can just re run really fast. And they explain it by ha her having an increased metabolism. <laughs> oh, oh. And there's also the thing in the first episode, the pilot, where, where the dude is in a coma because of electrolyte imbalance. Oh my god, that is... <laughs> See, it's just like, with that kind of thing, it's like, it would work better if you were just like, you just say something about kryptonite. Right. And yeah. you don't say any other, like, biological things. Don't right. try and make yeah. up a reason for it. Just, like, I would accept it. it more if they tried less. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like that's come up a couple of times for various different things. Um, I mean... I can't yeah. think of them off the top of my head, but I feel like the one that's coming to mind right now is the season two, like, brain tumor episode... Okay, yeah, the kid. the kid with the, yeah. And I feel like, oh, there's a scene where, like, he starts to bleed out of his nose. Well, which is just the, you know, that means, uh, uh, on TV, that means you're going to die of something. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just like, mm, the brain, brain tumors don't cause nosebleeds. Yeah. <laughs> See, I feel like the thing that that normally means on TV is that you've overextended your psychic powers. Yeah. Yes, um, <laughs> that is definitely that true. That is definitely true, but that wasn't the case no, but when they, he had he, the nosebleed. He's nose supposed bleed. to have, like... A brain tumor, not... There's a, there's a bunch of different times, like, I, they, I can't think of them right now, where yeah. they, like, it's, it's... Yeah, no. Yeah. I want to talk, I do want to come back to the, um, Clark telling Lex about his superpowers thing. Okay. Um, 
Because, okay, here's the thing. Because I, so I really love The Flash. We watched, all three of us watched The Flash. Um, That's great. Yes. Much better than Smallville. It's not without its own problems, No, but it's much better I, than Smallville. I do think it takes a lot of cues from Smallville. I do. I, it, I like, think it, it just improves, improves on, on everything vastly, but like mm-hmm. some of its formula is definitely like based on Smallville. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely unquestionably think that's true. It still goes with like, the freak of the week yeah, formula right. for the, yeah. the first um, no, though, And the whole setup of like this event caused your superpowers and also all these other superpowers. I didn't even right. think about that. Yeah, it was yeah. the same kind of deal. Yeah. No, it, it definitely is. It, you're right, it does take a lot of cues from Smallville. But um, I do want to directly compare, um, so the whole thing about, like, tell just tell them your, about your powers in Season 1 of The Flash, right, is the fact that Iris is kept in the dark. Um, Iris West is being kept in the dark about the fact that Barry Allen is The Flash. And she is being kept in the dark, and the reason this is notable is because over the course of Season 1, their dad knows... So Iris's dad knows. Her her, her dad knows immediately. Yeah, Yeah, he finds out. He finds out in the first episode. Her dad, Barry's coworker. Barry's her dad's coworker. Their dad's coworker. Yeah. Um, one of his major villains. Yeah, one of his major (laughs) villains. Oh, and also notable that that her dad's coworker is also her boyfriend. Uh, so it gets to the point in this in in the Flash where. Literally everybody knows that Barry Allen is the Flash, pretty much, except for Iris. The other thing, the other thing about this is that Iris West has been Barry Allen's best friend since they were literally tiny children. Like, before, before Barry's mom died, which is before they were, like, ten. So, they have literally been best friends for, like, at least 15 years, probably more than that. Um... And Barry and Barry has been her adopted brother for at least ten of those. So or at least fifteen of those actually. Um so they've they've known each other more than half their lives. They've been best friends. She's she's his adopted sister. He's in love with her. Barry has no reason not to trust Iris, and people know his secret who he trusts infinite he has explicitly stated that he like trusts infinitely less than Iris. Now, I want to contrast this with the... My, my only comment about that is that Iris is explicitly threatened about that topic, in that there's a scene where uh, the reverse Flash threatens Joe with a knife in Iris's picture. Sure! To, to kind of... So sure, but I there's no reason not that. to... not to. I mean, we, I don't want to get, like, too in-depth no, into, no, like, no. Flash I, meta here. I mean, the but thing I mean, is, like, but the, keeping, but, like, keeping information from someone never actually makes them safer. Right. Yeah, like, no. the thing about this is that, like, there is no part of that situation in which, like, he's like, I will kill her, but he doesn't say, if you tell Iris what is going on. I, he yeah, just yeah. He generally threatens yeah, yeah. Iris. There's no reason in that situation that informing Iris what is going on would put her more in danger than she already is, and they certainly should be able to trust her to keep that secret yeah. because uh, Barry trusts her more than almost anybody. I agree. Now, so. contrasting this with Clark and Lex, Clark and Lex are definitely friends, at this point, but Clark has known him for, what, less than two months. He knows there are huge, huge parts of the stuff with Lex that, like, Clark just doesn't know. He's known him for a very short time. They're, like, and especially, like, we don't talk about it 
a whole ton, well, we've talked about it a little bit, but, like, the supposed age difference there yeah. is, like, kind of no, weird. No, and, like, even, even, and, even later when Clark really starts to annoy me, it isn't actually specifically that he, like, should, like, that he owes Lex his secret. It's, like, the way that he goes about lying to sure. him is extremely aggravating. Sure. Um, also, Clark never tells anyone on this well, show. that is, that is a huge thing. That was, that was kind of what I wanted to talk about, because the Not thing about... Not voluntarily. People find out. He right. Never, no, he tells... Uh, he, only because he, he's well, kind right, of forced into right, it. Yeah. Right. My, my whole point is, like, Barry... People find out for various reasons, or Barry tells them on the flash. Mostly they find out, but Clark, pretty much nobody knows about his powers, and he's very, very careful about it. Yeah, well... At, at this point, it, well, okay. I mean, he tries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also, like, kid me mean amnesia. The show writers are more careful about being like, yeah, these, nobody else can know about Clark's powers. The only people at this point in the show who know about Clark's powers, and keeping in mind that Barry Allen on The Flash has had his powers for, like, a year, Clark has had his powers his whole life, and the only people who know are Clark and Jonathan and Martha. So, he's known and been friends with Chloe since she moved to Smallville, basically, That's right? That's like, middle school. Right, like, and Pete pretty much their whole lives. Yes. Yeah. He has been... Pete is his... Similar to Barry and Iris on The Flash. You know, I mean, Clark is not in love with Pete, but they've been friends, ba best friends, basically, their whole lives. They, like, grew up being friends. Like, there's no evidence that we have that Clark had, like, Clark trusts Pete a lot. Now, the yeah. show writers don't always treat that, they, you know. But they also kind of say that, like, they don't want to put the burden of the secret on these characters. Yeah, and well, that kind of thing, I think, is a bit more dubious or, in some yeah. ways, too, as, like, a reasoning for not telling someone something. Sure. But, you know, it, like, uh, but the thing about this is that is that like I do think this is genuinely a a situation that is like that is different enough and it's treated differently enough that I don't really like Clark has not trusted Pete with any of this information and some of the ways that he goes about lying is like admittedly super like buddy oh my god stop just like come up with better ways of dodging this yeah. or well, figuring right. I mean, out a story. The other thing is, like, not telling someone something is not necessarily, does not always necessitate lying. Right. But he definitely defaults to lying when he could sometimes just be like, I cannot talk about this or, like, right. avoid the question better or something. Right. Um, so, and like, he, yeah, he starts getting, like, the thing that, 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 that gets annoying, like, this is in the future or whatever. Right. But it, what, what gets annoying is when he's, like, someone is, like, Lex is, like, I, this thing happened that I'm, you know, I, I saw or, like, have evidence of this thing happening. And Clark is, like, no, it totally didn't happen. And, like, which... Well, in, like, a frankly, like, gaslighty right, kind also of he's way. Like, and if, if, if you don't, like, at least pretend, like, the, the sort of under the surface level of that is, like, if you don't at least pretend to believe me, I will be angry at you. Right. Which is, like, uh, okay, so now you're angry at him for, like, not believing your lies, even though they are super implausible. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I, 
I completely agree with you that, like, the way that Clark goes about this, but I think that his base motivation of, like, I can't tell my secret is... And the other thing, too, is that I actually put some of this on Jonathan because I feel like Jonathan is hugely, like, hugely, hugely emphasized, like, it's dangerous to tell anybody your secret. You can't tell anybody your secret. Mm -hmm. You have to be super careful about it. But Jonathan has not equipped him with any sort of way of doing this other than, like, you can't tell anyone. Heck, in the episode we just watched where Cassandra tells Clark, I know your secret, but I'll keep it. And, like, we've, we've only seen good things about Cassandra... And Jonathan Also, says, she's, like, an old lady in yeah, a nursing home. Yeah. Who the fuck is she gonna tell? But, like, Jonathan says, I don't want you hanging around that lady anymore. And he's like, you don't think she knows your secret, does she? And Clark is, like, Clark is so worried about how Jonathan is going to react about anything that he's lying to Jonathan about Cassandra yeah. knowing the secret. It's just... It's such a weird, almost, like, toxic situation. Yeah, super well, and is. this gets into the... Like, like Jonathan would often act as if he would prefer that Clark not save people. Yeah. Um, if it, if saving someone meant risking his secret at all. I, I, um, the problem is, I don't know how in line that is with the comics. Is that true? I think true? it very much depends. Yeah, because I mean, there's a lot of... I, I know this is going to take some who's and ha's when I, I saw Man of Steel and... See, the thing is, I, I've heard about Man of Steel. I think the characterization of Jonathan in Man of Steel was influenced by Jonathan on Smallville. Maybe, because in Man of Steel, Jonathan, the, like, there's a tornado. Yeah. And they're, they're all, like, hiding under an overpass, and Jonathan runs to, like, grab, I can't know, I don't know if it's a kid or a dog or something from a car, but he goes to save someone... And then, like, he gets them, the, the, the someone out and safe, and they start running back towards the overpass. And instead of just running with them, he stays in space in the spot where he is as the tornado's coming forward. And Clark was just like, but I can save you. And then Jonathan's like, no, don't save me. And then he gets killed because of it in the tornado. And it's saying that Jonathan is so committed to the secret he's willing to sacrifice his own life. I'm not sure, like... My impression with Man of Steel was that, like, that was treated as probably not a good thing. Like... No, no, it it really wasn't. Which, it, it's... It, I haven't seen Man of Steel, but it really sounds to me like someone, like, is familiar with Jonathan and Smallville and was, like, trying to, like, emphasize the ways that he's, like, not great. Because, like, that seems like a very, like... Because, yeah, I don't know of any other Superman-like thing where, like, Jonathan is really that into that thing. No. I I mean, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. we don't read a ton of comics. Also, Yeah, and most of the... I feel like the only other time I've seen Jonathan... Like, I don't read a lot of Superman comics, but Jonathan Kent in Justice League is still alive and, like, granted, in Justice League... The Kents aren't exactly major characters, right. but they're just kind of like normal people. Yeah, no, I mean, like in in like Lois and Clark, right? Just generally, kind of supportive. Well, I mean, of, like, generally, in a lot of like yeah. super family stuff, like Jonathan and Martha Kent are basically just like the ideal small town Midwestern. I mean, like obviously, it's, it's different because in like Superman is an adult in all of those things, right? And you don't have to be like active, like like at that point, you're like, yeah, make your own decisions, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but, but I do feel like no. I mean, it it, it, it feels to me, and this gets into the like the like 
closetedness. Yeah, yeah. It feels to me like Jonathan would honestly prefer if Clark just did not have superpowers. Yep. I I actually wanted to talk about, so like, I wasn't thinking about that, but as soon as you kind of talk about, like, the idea of yeah, the queer coding, right. I see that so much. I know, it's just like, throughout like, the show, it's really consistent. The and, like, episode yeah. of uh, Clark coming out to Pete about his powers, like, granted, I have very little experience with actual, like, I am straight white cis male, sure. like, I have very little right. experience Well, but I think, like, what's more important for that kind of thing is, like, the narrative of what coming yeah. out is than, like, but actual... But it very seemed like the same narrative, like, it was like, we were the same... I'm I'm the same kid, we used to, like, bike oh, yeah, and, like, sure. go camping together. Uh, I'm the same person, just, this is what's different about me, right. and, like, Pete has the same kind of, like... I feel like I've seen this in other shows, like, <laughs> reactions like, how could you keep this a secret from me? And then later acceptance, so like yeah. that's I mean, it the never, one that comes into like, my Smallville head. Like never gets to the like explicitness point of like the X Men, like, have you tried not being a mutant? Yeah. Um, but like it it does do that like narrative. It, no, it super it frames that narrative in a very, very like queer coded way. And I do I do think that oh, the, yeah, the Jonathan thing is it it really does read that way as, yeah. like, the Jonathan just, at like, basically just wants him to pretend he doesn't have, pretend he doesn't have powers and anything that Clark does that, like, uses his powers, whether for good or bad. He's I mean, just, like, like obviously he, 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 he does work on the farm using right, his powers. And right. like they said, they saved him, he saved the, in the last episode, he saved them the wages for three farmhands. Four, I think? <laughs> yeah. Four part-time farmhands? Yeah, which something. is like, yes, that is absolutely actually, like, seems <coughs> yeah. super legit. Like, that is definitely what would happen. Um, but, like, apart anything that's, like, public, or yeah, like, a risk that is not out- outside of the sphere of, like, their home. Right, of. right. Is Really, though, like, I love how they're just talking about, like, oh, he can use his superpowers however he wants on his home, but considering how often people just wander no, into I know. their farm. Yeah. Right. Like, nobody, like, they don't, yeah, they don't, like, look out for people yeah. when they're when he's doing stuff. So, it's, it is they don't even have a fucking no fence. Yeah. No, it is amazing no one's ever walked in on Clark using his powers, considering... Pretty much, that is half of the show of yeah. Clark just being somewhere in They're the just, park. Like, and sticking a just... fence post in the ground, just yeah. like, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like in broad daylight. Like, someone could gum him up at any moment. Yeah. And the, I, actually, that's an important plot line later this season. <laughs> yeah. <that> Clark <laughs> is just always using his powers yeah. on the farm. Yeah, and it's. It's very, like, Jonathan isn't worried about that because that is in Jonathan's self interest to. to let, you know. Clark keep using his powers because that is Jonathan experiences direct financial gain from that. Although I mean, it's it's kind of crazy that they're still in so much financial trouble when they should be saving a ton of money on that kind of thing. Well, also they seem to be always having really great business. Like yeah. they have like organic produce drop offs with the Luthors, which is well, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's mostly a plot device. No, yeah, no, I know, I know it's plot device, <laughs> but like the idea that like. They're the best organic produce in town, and I, I mean, just... okay, but like Lex would definitely buy from them, whether yeah. no matter what their quality uh, their produce was. Oh, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that like they yeah. always, they never but no, seem to like 
they're like show they're like financial troubles. troubles like come up for an episode and then like they don't talk about them again until it comes up the next time and they seem yeah. fine most of the time and they have a nice house and like stuff. Yeah, that's another thing. Their house is really nice. Yeah. Like I've seen some like kind of like mid range to lower range farmhouses. That's a nice farmhouse. But I mean that's kind of the typical TV th- thing of like you know everyone is like. If if a character on TV is supposed to be struggling financially, and like for instance they live in a city, they've still got a super nice apartment. Of you course, know, like so a, an apartment that is like like a huge apartment in New York or whatever. That's yeah. like okay, yeah. But they have but to the, have that. For that the for only show purposes. that I have ever seen that even comes approaches dealing with that realistically is Brooklyn Nine Nine. Actually, that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, I mean the. Yeah, the, the the financial struggles of the Kens is not at all realistic. But um, but bringing this back to, to Clark and telling people about his powers, like, yeah. I do... But I mean, like, I'm not sure, like, I'm thinking of over the course of the show, I'm not sure he ever really tells anyone without sort of being forced to. I don't know when it happens with Lois. Yeah, I was just so going to say, when does Lois find out? Lois because I haven't seen that part. Yeah. Um, when does Chloe find that, out? That might be just due to, like, an arrested development caused by Jonathan's influence. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I think, I that think that's super likely. But, like, he, uh, and, like, Lana, oh, God, I don't know. Like, Chloe finds out, um, Chloe does the thing where Chloe finds out somehow and then doesn't confront him about it for ages. Right. And, like, knows I'm, secretly. Okay, that A, that surprises me zero right. after seeing, but I'm just like, it's amazing that Chloe hasn't already found out. Oh, totally. Considering Chloe's nature. It's amazing nature. a lot of people have not. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, by the end of the show, I'm, I'm never sure, like, as the show goes on, how much Lex is supposed to know. Because, like, Lex has plenty of evidence as the show goes on. Yeah. He should well, know a lot of it's, things. It's almost, like, said that Lex knows in season two when he has the whole shrine. Right. Like, he obviously, like, has enough... Like, he he would not necessarily have evidence that Clark is an alien. But yeah. he should know what most but, of his powers are. Well, okay, we we see him investigating Clark and being just... Like, you can see it in his eyes, like, Clark says something and Lex is like, Lex says, okay, but what he's thinking yeah. is, I do not trust anything you just told me. No, totally. Totally. There's so many, like coincidences that someone as intelligent as Lex is Lex yeah. is like... But no, like, Chloe also has, like, plenty of time to be, like, observe stuff yeah. that is, like... No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, just the general... I mean, there's a reason that we're keeping a convenient amnesia count. And there are... And there should be... I feel like there should also even... be, like, convenient knockouts where, like, yeah. right before Clark has to use his superpower, well, someone gets tapped on the head right. and they're yeah. caught. Well, I mean, also, I mean, Clark this... just does that. Like, yeah. Clark well, just the... knocks people out. That, that's in later seasons yes. a lot. Yeah. Like, like there's, a, there's a lot of scenes in his first two seasons where, like, his friends are in life-threatening danger from being killed, and right before... Before yeah. they're about to be killed, they're knocked out in the struggle. Right, which is also, like, the the whole, the, the way that most of the, like, Meteor Mutants die is very, like, Disney death-ish, where well, he I never mean, actually has to kill them, but they end up incapacitated. That's why I had to create a deaths question mark right. question mark in our deaths well, spreadsheet, because, like, a, most of the Meteor Mutants so far, it's not super clear. I mean, like, we thought that the bug guy died, and then we found out that apparently he hadn't died because they brought him back in a later episode. Like, With, uh, What's her name, the, the shapeshifter girl? Yeah. When she Tina. comes back in season two, they do the same thing. We're like, Clark is like, 
don't, I don't want to fight you. Please don't fight me. And then she ends up impaling herself. Right, right, right. Which is like the thing, the thing about that is like when you're doing a show like this where you can't, like you don't want the hero to ever kill anyone, right? Yeah. You either have to do that or you end up doing the Flash thing of like, I'm going to set up a private prison because yeah. that's better somehow. A super, super unethical <laughs> is, private That is a whole other prison. podcast. <laughs> no, it totally is. I'm guessing there's a lot of crossover in fandom between people who watch Smallville and people who are currently watching Flash. I mean, if they were around for Smallville. Yeah, I mean, I think that, I mean, in terms of, like, do you mean in terms of, like, fan works, like, thick writing type fandom, or just, like... The people who were involved, if they were involved in Smallville fandom, I am not at all surprised if they are now involved in Flash. I mean, a lot of them, but the other thing is that I think a lot of people... Yeah, it depends what you're, like, because if you're into Smallville for the Slash... Yeah, like, the thing is that, like... Nearly that... Yeah. yeah, I have I have an entire rant. I've had arguments with people who are like Barry Reads is so queer, and I'm like he doesn't though. I mean, the, the queer coding is so bi. much more. Sure, small I mean, than sure he should be. He he could be. I've certainly read fic about him and Leonard Snart, but right, also but that's Barry like does not have queer coding in the way that no. Clark has queer coding no. at all, no. at all, even a little bit. No. Um, and so, and the other thing about the slash, or er, the slash, the, the flash is that it doesn't, um, it doesn't have, it, it doesn't have a sort of, like, built-in inherent, like, you watch it and you're like, oh my god, this is so gay. It's like, yeah, it's right. not. Exactly. The it just, relationship it just between isn't. Lex and Clark yeah. is right. not it's the same like, as the relationship right. between Barry and... All of Pretty much one. any yeah. guy. Like, there are guys yeah. on The Flash that you can slash Barry with, but it's not even remotely right. it's close not, I mean, like, the really, the thing with... is that, like, the Lex Clark thing is the central part of this show. Even right. without the Flash thing, that's, like, That the is the main... central relationship. Right. Right. Yeah. right. And and the, the Flash doesn't have that thing. So, here's the thing. If you're me, if you're a DC Comics fangirl who, like, when... Small, I didn't watch Smallville when it was airing, but I was reading a lot of, like, I was reading, you know, like, Teen Titans and Young Justice comics and, like, consuming all of the Tim Con fanfiction I could get my hands on. You know, so, like, so I was reading stuff about the Super Family, like, in fanfiction when the show was airing, even though I wasn't watching this show. And so I wanted to watch The Flash because, like, DC Comics stuff, and I was excited to see more, like, potentially well done DC (coughs) Comics media adaptions. Um, but, you know, if you were in, a lot of people were in Smallville fandom, not yeah. because of the, the comics who thing. generally jump from, like, big slash fandom to big slash fandom. Right, right. Who are in MCU right now. Exactly, so. exactly. <laughs> and I think they are very happy in MCU, and there's no reason, there's genuinely no reason for them to watch The Flash if what they're in it for yeah. is the big slash ship Important. stuff. So, I mean, I think that what I think is true is that there is... Probably a um, not like, not yeah, insignificant like, watching audience yeah. who watched Smallville back in like just like general outside yeah. of fandom who generally watched Smallville when it was airing and a lot of them are like DC Comics fan yeah. people. Um, no, well, and one of the things I really enjoy about the Flash is the way that it does take stuff from Smallville and kind of do more with it. Because, yeah. like, it, it does deal with the question of, like, telling people about things. Yeah. In, like, a much, like, more... Well, like, I mean... actually talking about it. Yeah, oh, way. God, those episodes, I recently... So I recently rewatched all of The Flash because I showed it to somebody, uh, another one of my friends who had seen it, and we caught up on all... We caught her up on all of season one, and, um... And when we were watching 
that as it aired in season one, like, the period of time where Barry right. still wasn't telling Iris that he was the Flash felt, like, interminable. That was really frustrating. It was so frustrating. But they actually but dealt with it. But if they hadn't dealt with it, that would have just it been It would have been terrible. Awful. But it felt like, right, it felt yeah. like when it was airing, like, it was going on for, like, ages and ages. And then I watched... I've rewatched these episodes recently with Mardia, and it turns out it's only like five episodes between when, like, people who are not the Star Labs employees and Joe find out, and he actually tells Iris, and so well, he tells like, Iris in the, the 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 Back to the Future. Well, right, no, that, that gets, doesn't. That gets that gets now. reset. Yeah. That gets time travel reset. So we're not counting that. Okay. Um, but that happens on Smallville too. That he oh the two hundredth episode. Yeah, he tells Lana, and then it gets and then, and it, then it gets, gets time on, travel on, reset. Time travel. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and and it's it's only actually five episodes. So it took her like a day to watch that because she yeah. went through that show yeah. stupid fast. Um. And she was like, oh, this is so frustrating. But then, like, but then, like, six hours later, she texted me, or we watched the episode together, actually, the one where he finally does tell her. And she was like, yay, finally! Well, it's so and it was like, she, he tells her, she finds out. Well, and yes. She him figures him out. And that's the other thing. Iris confronts him. Yeah. Does anybody at any point besides Lex confront Clark in any manner about his powers? Yeah, like, I don't remember. Like, the thing, yeah, like, Chloe, um, must do a thing, but I don't think she really confronts him because Chloe lets him get away with so much stuff, kind of. Right. Um. So, yeah. I mean, like, the thing is, like, Lana, Lana and Lex have very similar trajectories in some ways in terms of, like, dealing with Clark's secrets, so I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Lana confronts him about some stuff more. Sure. Um, but. Sure. But, yeah, but, I mean, the, but it takes... right, that, like, with Iris, which is, like, she finds out and she just immediately yeah, confronts Iris, him about it. Iris West literally... I just, I just watched this episode. Yeah. She finds out and immediately goes to him, basically, like, next offers day. up on a, on a platter, yeah, the next day, offers up on a platter, like, you know, I am prompting you on this thing, is there anything you would like to tell me? Barry is like, no. And you can see her face and she's like, oh. And then, in, like, the next scene, basically, like, the next time she sees him, she's like, she shows up and she's like, oh, you could do this, Barry, or should I say, the Flash, and it's all dramatic, and then they have their little, like, they have right, it out. I was definitely expecting the the period of the show where she was just, like, pointedly giving him opportunities to be dragged right. out, which I think is partly because, like, that's the state that Lex and Clark are in for, like, most of the show, where right. Lex is like, hey, do you want to, do you want to, like, I have... No? Okay, bye. Nope, nope, one scene. <laughs> it takes Iris West one scene, and then she confronts him. And and then, like, she yells at him, and he is like, I'm sorry, I should have told you. But it, anyway, but it takes Iris yeah. West, yeah. She, she gives him one opportunity to tell her, and then she just straight up confronts him, and Barry apologizes, and is like, I should have right. told you, and I shouldn't have yeah, done this thing. And that's the thing, like, I don't know if char- characters occasionally might try to call Clark out. But, right. like, so, for so frequently that comes from Lex, and then it's, like, you're, like, well, that doesn't count because, like, Lex is framed as, like, bad. Right. So, like, the well, show never calls well, Clark out. And also, like, the, the idea of, like, just the idea of Clark being, like, I'm so sorry, I should have told you about my powers <laughs> right. early. Like, can you imagine Clark ever? 
Can you imagine Clark ever? He yeah. just wouldn't, whereas Barry Allen is like, oh my god, Iris, I should have told you, I love you, you're amazing, I should have told you. I like, like how this podcast has now become The Flash versus Smallville. Yeah. I'm sorry, I have a lot of Flash okay. family. It's understandable. Yeah. But anyway, I do, I do think that the, the differences, um are really stark and interesting. And it is one of the reasons that I love The Flash is because yeah. I do think that it fixes a lot of the... Right. And, like, it's just... Yeah, it's interesting, like, having watched Smallville to, like, see the stuff that The Flash does. Right. With, like, similar stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that's... Yeah, that's all super interesting. So, uh, thank you so much to Eric for joining us. Thank you for having me. Actually, earlier tonight, I spoiled him for Jimmy Olsen's brother, Jimmy Olsen, and it was the greatest thing in my recent life. <laughs> you just love yeah. spoiling the horrors of this show. <laughs> it gets so much worse.